welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's poppin'? Fancy champs. What's going on? Welcome to Fancy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Minus one couple. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. It's Papa Ricardo. What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, it is. It is. Like, we're, you know, I didn't think it could happen this quickly. The last week of the regular season for fantasy football. Yep. It's here. Uh, you know, we started, we started this progressional journey in January last year. I don't even know what we got right and wrong, to be completely honest with you. I don't either. All the players know, we, we told we, you would we break got, out tore their ACL in training camp. So I know. There's, there's a few that I know I missed, and a few I know I got right. One thing's for sure. Uh, Cam Akers would have been legitimately amazing with oh, the yeah. fact that Daryl Henderson oh, yeah. and Sonny Michelle are getting like 19 points. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it, it can't believe it's it's almost over the fantasy season. That means that uh, you know, if you unless you really, I don't even know if we're gonna go into week eighteen. We might just start doing like sleeper doesn't even allow you to go that far. Good, they shouldn't. <laughs> like I, I looked <laughs> it's at it be today, like the last like, week for half the league. I couldn't I couldn't set I couldn't set my thing for week eighteen. I was like, did they just forget or that's actually kind of funny. So anyway, uh in, if you're in a sleep early, you can't even have a week eighteen championship, which get which gets rid gets rid of like half of you. Uh so I don't even know if we'll do week eighteen content because it well, I mean we will provide something related to uh the off season, recapping the season, such stuff, but probably not related to uh you know championship games you can go elsewhere for that maybe like a season recap or something yeah but either way but it's week 14 you got three weeks left three weeks of uh fantasy football left championship runs are coming or four weeks i should say with week 14 but uh championship runs are about to happen now um and so we're going to give you some content this week to prepare you for week 14 as always today we're going to do a waiver wire episode uh, and go through all of the guys we think you should pick up for this week. There is some good ones, especially at the quarterback position, surprisingly, or maybe just one quarterback. <laughs> yeah. So before we jump into any of that, check out our website, fantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Just type our name in. You'll find us on there. If you're watching on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcast platform, please please leave a review. Uh, share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, click the bell for noti. Subscribe, like, and comment down below. Um, are you ready to do... Uh, the waiver wire, Rick. Yeah. How are you doing, by the way? You doing good? I'm doing all right. How about you? He's doing all right, guys. We got on the Zoom call, and he was counting his fat wads of cash. (laughs) I'm just too rich, bro. (laughs) I'm too rich, bro. (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to start with the quarterback position, as we always do. Um, And... I don't know, Rick. There's there's one guy that we have on this list. We'll talk about him last. It's the number one guy. Okay. I think. Uh, okay. But besides that guy, is there anyone that you are trying to pick up 
um, for the coming weeks as we enter the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, on this list, it's kind of tough. Cam Newton scares me. Um, he feels miss. like he's a player that, yeah, sure, he could, he could theoretically get you like 15 points mm-hmm. uh, in a given week. Like I think he, in his first start, got 26. And then the next week against Miami, he got eight. Uh, it's a, he has Atlanta this week, so it's a great matchup. Mm. Um, I think it's probably not a bad idea to stream him, but stream him at your own risk because he could just as easily have a horrible game. Um, I think he will bounce back, though. So if you want to stream Cam Newton, I think he'd probably be number one on my list. Justin Fields is definitely an interesting one. Um, I think his his availability right now is uncertain, um, but the last couple of weeks against Pittsburgh and San Francisco, he was really starting to hit his stride, especially fantasy wise. Um, and like, like we said, I think in the beginning of the year that we could see him having a great playoff run, um, probably due to his schedule and that he's hopefully, you know, more comfortable in the NFL. <laughs> the um, fact that he's missed 1400 <laughs> weeks because of injury sucks. Well. Yeah. He's missed a couple of weeks. He hasn't started a ton. So, um, we don't even know if he's going to play this week and it's against green Bay. So it's probably not the best matchup, but maybe for the playoffs, you could add him. Mm-hmm. And keep an eye on that. Uh, what do you think of our boy Gardner Minshew, bro? Finally got an opportunity. Um, Played well, so, uh, love Gardner. <laughs> Did you see that video of him? Uh, celebrating with his dad. Yeah, it was, it was funny. It was, it was awesome, funny and weird. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was cool. Uh, Gardner Minshew, man, he is. Uh, somebody tweeted he's the new Nick Foles. So <laughs> <laughs> I like him more than Nick Foles, but that might just be because I'm. A oh yeah. Um. So he's had some. You know, I mean, the, you talk about Gardner Minshew in the context of like he has some really good games, and you know, last season, I don't know if you want to blame last season on him, or mm-hmm. you know, the times that he wasn't playing well, or if you want to blame it on. Jacksonville's inability to do anything because I yeah. mean last year's numbers he had some he had some bad numbers but I think and there were some games where he threw some interceptions but overall I mean he only threw he started eight nine ten games and he only threw about mm-hmm. five picks in those games so it's not like he was like chucking it all over the yard and throwing picks no. um and he consistently there was a stretch of games last year where he was throwing for like 350 you know 300 to 350 yards and you know two touchdowns a game and you know he has he has this ability where he can do some really good things uh but and i don't i honestly i think somebody should give him an opportunity i don't think it's going to be the eagles and the issue is more specifically related to uh the post game press conference with uh Nick Sirianni where they he's not been definitive about anything um, since he stepped into Philly, they ask him questions and he goes, we'll think about it. And I'm like, okay, all right. Thanks for the info. Yeah. Um, and this one thing he said, they said is Jalen hurts the starter. And he said, yes, he's the starter. So yeah, he doesn't want to cause any noise in the locker room anyway. Gardner Minshew is not going to be the starting quarterback for the, um, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, though his truthers would stand on a table for him. Yeah, but I wouldn't pick him up um, unless Hertz comes out this week and just because you also have to factor in who Gardner Minshew was playing this week, the New York Jets. Yeah, true, very <laughs> that's, true. That's that's one thing. And he against the Jets, he didn't even have a great fantasy performance. So 
Uh, I will say Hertz is their guy. If he goes out and he tosses five interceptions and doesn't throw a touchdown. I was going to say his um, leash though. I, I agree I with think you. it's shortened. Hertz is still the guy, but if he has another game like he did against the Giants, there's going to be a lot of noise. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. So I wouldn't pick up Minshew, but keep an eye on the situation in Philly. Um, it's too. I see the the, stu- the stupid part for the Eagles is that they're kind of Washington is six and six and they're in the playoffs in the NFC. And, yeah. Uh, and they're what five and seven or six and six yeah. too. They honestly, it's so good. the NFC is so disgusting. Um, for the, like, there's five really good teams in the NFC, and then everyone and then, else like, blows. Everybody else blows. Yeah. So there's a legit chance the Eagles could sneak in the playoffs. The Washington football team. So the question uh, the is, Vikings. who do they believe they can win with? Because right now you got to, like, Hertz is their guy, and they want to, yeah. like, ride him out rest of the season. And if they sucked, I would just say keep starting Hertz and see what you get. But, like, with yeah. Minshew, if he's winning games. Their last four games of the season, interestingly, is all division games. So they're all big games. They play Washington, the Cowboys. I yeah. think they're going to ride what hurts, but like I said, short leash. Yeah, so I wouldn't be worried about Gardner Minshew. Uh, on your point about Justin Fields, um, I agree. I think I think you should snag Justin Fields. Mm. The playoff schedule is mediocre. It's yeah. a hard game. There's a hard game in the middle there. It's like a mixture. It's like a, you know... I, random shot in the dark kind of deal. <laughs> yeah. Minnesota, the Giants, Seattle. Could go either way. Uh and he could have some good fantasy performances. I think the big thing for him is his rushing. So um mm. I, I'd rather, you know, obviously see see how he does against Green Bay this week. you can pick him up. He's probably gonna be free. Um but if you have the space pick him up. But I I would say uh just wait to see what happens with Fields before you decide to trot him in your starting lineup. Just throw him out there. Yeah. Um, and then as far as uh, you know, <clears throat> other people are concerned, um, I don't really see anybody that I would want besides the we one still guy we're going to talk about. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, so <laughs> we haven't talked about the um, number one guy. You know, Teddy Bridgewater against KC this week had seven, uh, 14 points, did not have a good game. Did you watch um, that game? I did watch the whole thing. I had, I had, uh, I tweeted this, but like, I just wanted to bring it up on the show. How many interceptions? I mean, how many passes? He threw two interceptions, but how many passes does he throw? And it's like, they're almost picked, dropped, intercepted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, he could have had like five or six interceptions. And I'm sitting there going, like, what, <laughs> what the frick? He's not that bad either. And I, his like, stats aren't that bad, but he has, dude, I, I don't watched, know. I watched man. some like, Denver games, and he has some games. He has where good he looks moments. Really good. He has good and moments. Then, and then, but that's Brent Bridgewater's whole career. So, imagine Denver with a quarterback. That's what we always say. Would you rather Minshew or Teddy Bridgewater? I mean, I think they're kind of. I can imagine cool. Denver with a quarterback. It was Peyton Manning <laughs> five years ago. True. It went pretty oh, well. Hey, uh, it's going to be an interesting offseason, though. Lots of quarterbacks on the on yeah. the market. Honestly, Russell Denver, Wilson, I feel like Aaron they are Rogers, like. I you know, you're gonna see uh, what's his name move because he Deshaun Watson, the contract, Jimmy Garoppolo, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Deshaun Watson, yep. So a lot of moving pieces at the quarterback position this year. Denver right? needs one though. Like that team, they got could win a suit. They could honestly. I, win I would a dump. I would dump five first round picks for Deshaun Watson. Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I would. They need uh, one for youth. I, I would drop three for Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, he's old. Rogers old. But uh, anyway. 
Yeah, so I wouldn't pick up Bridgewater. Um, and outside of that, I think there's not a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be streamable options for you besides the man you should be picking up this week 100%. And I would even put waiver budget on him and his Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. He blows. He's <laughs> yep. not good. 19 completions on 41 so, attempts. He was sub f- 50% completion percentage. The first three quarters, he threw like one interception. That was not his fault. And then um, oh, the fourth quarter, he played, he, puked. he played pretty good. Yeah, in the fourth quarter, he threw back-to-back pick sixes in like the last like two minutes of the game. Oh, okay. All right. So he didn't do as bad as the statue shows. But he also had say, a trash time touchdown. He only had one. It was really like oh, so one So it would have been one if you ended the game in the third quarter and a one touchdown, two interception. Yeah. So but the first two picks were I think were the thing that's gross about it, and the efficiency is, is, is huge. I mean – uh, like 264 yards on 19 attempts. What is that? 20 yeah. yards in attempt. I don't. Yeah. What the crap? Um, that is. Uh, it's not 20 yards in attempt. I'm an idiot. It's like, I don't know. I don't even want to do the math. You do the math. <laughs> but 19 for 41 is not good. Like I'm just removing the interceptions no. from the equation. Awful. Like, honestly, kind of. Um, that's that's whole, that's you, sub 50 percent completion percentage. Not that Taysom Hill is a good quarterback but it kind of makes me more impressed with what Winston was able to do in the beginning of the year because that team has no weapons. Like if Callaway he blows, kind of, if, if Taysom blows, they're going to be done with him real quick. Yeah. Well, they'll be done with him at quarterback, but I don't even, I, that he needs to let go of this, this whole fetish he has with Taysom. He's a, I mean, he hurdled a guy on one of his runs. Like he actually is like, they should just put him at like tight end or something. And use them like Johnny Smith. Now they don't. They don't. I will say this because we gotta move on to the next positions. But um, Taysom Hill is interesting uh, for fantasy perspective from a fantasy perspective because I, I don't know if they would go back to Trevor Simeon. I I don't know. Um, Taysom Hill would have to play really bad. Taysom Which Hill would did, have to but... continually play really bad. Yeah. Um, but we know that uh, head coach Sean Payton loves Taysom Hill, and I don't know what he sees in the kid, <laughs> but. He loves him. So I think he's going to give him a majority of the opportunity uh, to prove himself. And and if he craps all over himself, then obviously they'll they'll switch the quarterback out. And I, I you want to hope that that doesn't happen on a game that you try to start him in. <laughs> right. That happens and you're screwed. But there's no one else left in, in, in New Orleans besides Semyon. And I don't even know that they want They made the switch. There's only like five weeks left in the season. So it's like, are, do you even want to switch back? Is it worth it to switch back? Yeah, Why don't you just see what yeah. you got and, and Taysom and then make the decision in the offseason whether you want to go with Jameis or Taysom in the future, which I think they should go with Jameis because he's the younger, better quarterback. That would be a smart decision. Um, but Taysom Hill had 12, 11 rushes for 101 yards. Like Rick said, he had he has some moves. He's got some He's got some moves he can Yeah, can he's – yeah, he's probably – he honestly is the best running white quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Like he, he looks like <laughs> – I won't say he's not Lamar level, but he's uh, he's actually really good at running. Like he's fast and he's obviously strong. So, but that he 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 had four picks in the game, four total interceptions, and still had twenty six fantasy points. Yeah. So, um, I would one hundred percent pick this guy oh, yeah. up for fantasy. He's 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 like um, a low end QB one every week. I feel like. Yeah, and and going up against the Jets next week. Week 15 is going to be tougher. Start. It's a yeah, that, that's tough. Like I have Jalen Hurts on a bye, um, 
I'm gonna start Taysom Hill this week. Uh, just so you know, I, I'm putting my feet, my own, oh, my own stake. There you go. <laughs> I'm throwing, throwing Taysom Hill in my starting lineup. Um, because two is also on a buy. So I got three quarterbacks in my in my redraft home league right now. <laughs> no one left on the waiver oh wire. I'm like, what do I do? Just stock players away from other individuals. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> but yeah. anyway. Taysom's playing the Jets. He's got a good matchup this week. Tampa's a little bit tougher, but then he has uh, Miami and then Carolina for the championship weeks, which is that's a very tough game. So I, I think you can get something out of him for the next two or three weeks. Um, and then, you know, I wouldn't start him against Carolina unless he's playing lights out. And I think you should think twice, but we'll talk about that week 17. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Go, do, go do Taysom. If you have any yeah. waiver budget left, how much are you putting on him? Uh, probably like 10 bucks, unless you really need a quarterback. Okay. All right. And let's maybe like 20. Let's jump to the running back position. Cause I feel like the rest of this is going to be interesting. Crap. To talk about <laughs> it's be crap. Um, Tevin Coleman is, did he get hurt? What, what the hell happened with Coleman? Uh, no. Well, Michael Carter has been on a buy and Tevin Coleman's just been playing a top running back role. Um, he hasn't exactly, uh, he's been good. He hasn't scored a touchdown. But he's scoring like eight, nine face points. He's not like lighting the lamp. So basically, but, what he was when he was with Atlanta. Yeah, I mean he's, but he's like a touchdown a week away from getting like sixteen face points. So he he's been good without Michael Carter. But he's, I don't know why he's number. He's playing the Saints this week, and then Michael Carter should come back week fifteen. So yeah, I don't like it either. Um, I wouldn't pick up Devin Coleman. I, I don't like yeah. any of the Jets running backs. Like Mark I mean, Carter is the <laughs> only guy that I would be like okay with. I. I would consider picking him up just in case Michael Carter, like the Jets are so bad that let's say time. he's still hurt when he's should be back from IR and they just shut him down for the year. If that's the case, I'd pick him up because he's got the Jaguars in week 16, mm-hmm. the Dolphins in week 15. Those could be games where he gets like nine, 10 points and could be an okay flex, but mm-hmm. um, don't put any budget on him. That's for sure. Uh, the other guy is Rashad Penny. And I think this, this one's an interesting Add because I don't trust him at all. Uh, yeah, to to come into the starting lineup, um, but I will say he had ten carries, thirty five yards, which is kind of gross. And then uh, he had one catch for twenty seven yards, where he stiff armed like two people, and I was like, "Is that Rashad Penny?" He always has flashes. He's like, better Whoa. than Adrian. Pe- people, uh, people Wait were saying to pick up Adrian Peterson. He's actually ahead of Penny on this list. Do you want to know because uh, he has scored more fantasy points? Do you did you see uh, Peterson stats? No. Was it like one point six? He had he had eleven carries for sixteen yards and a touchdown. Oh, poor Peterson. I think he was just trying to get that that last touchdown. To yeah, I think he can, he's, he can retire now. Yeah, I'm like, see you later, Adrian. Penny, Penny should. I mean, when Alex Collins comes back, they're going to do a full uh, running back by committee, so it's kind of gross yeah. no matter what. But if Collins is out again next week, I'm going to expect the Seahawks to use more Penny because he was the better of the two running backs. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully he gets like 15 to 20 touches. I want to see it. Yeah, yeah I, I want to see it too. We've been waiting for a little while, and there's no one else left. I mean, who, you know, mm-hmm. Collins blows. Peterson blows. Yeah. Like you have this young running back. Well, not 25 years old at this point. But you have this running back that you drafted in the first round three years ago. Why don't you just give it a try? See what happens. But all this to say, I think it's a decent waiver pickup. I mean, if he starts going off, I don't think he will. 
The the and the Seahawks, by the way, I don't know if you watch any of the 49ers Seahawks game. They turned the ball over four times, but they looked better. They looked yeah. decent. Um, so I mean, you know, gotta clean those turnovers up, but they scored what, thirty points? Mm-hmm. So I think I think they can they can if they can start getting some things together there. Um, I don't know if one of them was a defensive. I think it was a defensive touchdown, but anyway. Um, but if the offense starts playing well and Penny starts getting workhorse like numbers, you got to mm-hmm. go out and get this guy. Um, outside of that, is there any injured running backs that happened last week that are going to start this week? Because I totally uh, forgot Sanders, to talk about Sonny Miles Michelle. Sanders got hurt again. Is he out? Uh, but I don't think he's actually out. They have a bye week this week, so. He re-injures the ankle that he got, that he hurt. Oh, Which, by the way, dude, Miles Sanders gets twenty four. He got twenty seven touches, played decent. He had five yards of carry. I told you, this guy's going to be and the shit. And at the goal line, they gave they gave it to Kenneth Gainwell, and he scored the touchdown. So he he had like he had fifteen fantasy points and half PPR, but he should have had 20, 20 plus. <laughs> Stupid. It's annoying. Um. Yeah, I don't know where Kenneth Gainwell came either because they. They activated Boston Scott, and he's their second running back. Yeah. And didn't use him. See, this is oh, the yeah. problem. If Sanders actually does miss time, you don't know who to pick up because is it going to be Boston Scott? Or are they going to go back to game? I think it's like, going to be Boston Scott. I, I, I do too, but it's gross. <laughs> and then Jordan Howard too. You got well. You don't want to pick up Rex Backhead. I'm good. I'm good on. I'm I, I had to pick him up in in the, in the home league. That's how bad it was because David Johnson was out too. So mm-hmm. Burkhead had like. 20 touches and only had like six fans points. Yeah. The injury oh, no, he didn't. For, he only had, he only had nine touches this week. The injury for Sanders looked pretty bad too. So, yeah. I mean, but I think it was the same ankle he's that fine. he's been battling for like yeah. six weeks. So, all right, let's move to the wide receiver position because that's gross. Yeah. Um, people keep talking about Parker. Any updates there? Yeah. I don't know why he's available in still like 50% of leagues. Um, if you look at his numbers this year, like when he's played, he pretty much gets like, I mean, mostly like 10 around 10 points a week. Um, he's just missed time. He is also on a bye week this week. Um, so that's going to kind of stink, but when he comes back, yeah, he's like going to get like, he's a good wide receiver three, uh, or a flex player. I don't know why he's, yeah. like I said, why he's available. He should be definitely rostered in leagues. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, you probably don't have any waiver budget left, but I like I like him. Um, Kendrick Bourne is also another guy that I like. Um, we are pre-recording this on Monday, so I don't know what his game on Monday Night Football looked like. Um, but he has been seeing an increase in usage and target share and um, among other things. So uh, he's running yeah. more routes. He's getting more snap percentage, and he's looking really good. So I don't know if New England's going to trot him out for more than 55% of snaps. Um because they run the ball 50% of the time and, and they put their fake wide receiver tight end in to block. Thank you, Harry. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know what they're going to do with Kendrick Bourne, but if they are in a position where they have to pass the ball, I think Bourne is one of their featured weapons at this point. Um, and, you know, it's either him or Jacoby. So yeah. I think he should be rostered. I'm surprised he's not rostered in most leagues. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, another guy, maybe KJ Osborne. Uh, Adam Thaleem left the game in the first quarter uh, against the Lions, and he didn't practice 
in his estimated team practice on Monday. So we'll see how things go. If he misses any time, KJ Osborne. Oh, KJ Osborne. Sorry. Forgive me. Yeah. If Thalian misses any time, which it looks like he might miss a week. um, I forgot about that. I like he. KJ Osborne could be a decent pickup. He had 12 face points with Thalian out. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, don't expect a ton. But meanwhile, Justin Jefferson had like 200 receiving yards. So I'm cool with that because I own him in like four leagues. Yeah. Um, I also like uh, Sterling Shepard really quickly. Yeah, that's a good one. If he, he ever plays, he yeah, if he ever plays again, um, he was um, uh, an interesting player early in the season because he was actually getting he was probably the the receiver to own for the Giants, um, and he was their most consistent guy. So if he comes back, although I think would it right. worry you that um, Jake Fromm is probably the starter for the Giants next week? Why? Because what is it? What's the guy they started so this week? Luton. Mike Glennon got a concussion, and Daniel Jones is battling a neck injury. Let's go, Jake Fromm, getting an opportunity. Multiple Take advantage, weeks. kid. New starting quarterback for the New York Giants. Yeah, he's gonna throw four picks. One hundred percent. Let's jump in. You got any more wide receivers to talk about? Uh, no, that's. I think that's it. Okay, tight ends, really quickly. Um, Conklin's been interesting. Maybe we should just hit the he's, outro. He's good, uh, especially now with Thalene out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's kind of up or down. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, Evan Ingram has been consistently getting like six points a game. Yeah. So, I mean, for, hell, if you want to take a shot he's at like, that. He's like tight end 13 every week. So, I mean, hey. And I haven't actually – I was keeping an eye on Cole Komet last week and the last couple weeks, and I, I haven't really looked at Komet. Um, and I'm pulling up his uh, – I know Andy week. Dalton threw like three interceptions this week, so I don't know if Komet did any. Okay, so since it's week seven, seven, he's had six, six, eight, two, eleven, and seven targets. So he's been getting a lot of targets. Yeah, he's getting the targets. It's just – He didn't get the gosh. targets early in the season, but now he's starting to get – a healthy share of targets. Next year, next year, I think we we are a year early on the commit breakout. I think next year is yeah. yeah I, got, I got a little excited. So anyway, there there are tight ends. I, unless you want to talk about any particular tight end for a long amount of time, right? No, I, I don't think we have to do that. <laughs> oh well, I will quickly say Foster Moreau if Darren Waller misses significant time is a good pick. Darren Waller's going to miss time. Maybe he missed this past week. So oh my, yeah. I mean, if if Waller misses more time, go get Foster Moreau. That's that's all right. Uh, tomorrow we have Thursday night preview. We'll talk to you then, guys. See you. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube, and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs. <laughs>